Today we discuss four Islanders prospects who will be playing in the World Juniors, plus how should the Islanders honor some of their biggest legacy players as we head into their 50th anniversary season. All that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sartre tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, but first, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, Feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. Throughout this busy offseason, including trade rumors, free agent rumors, if it's happening to your New York Islanders, we've got you covered all the way between now and the start of training camp, which, believe it or not, is about a month away, maybe uh, five weeks away at this point. And boy, really looking forward to the start of Islanders training camp. We are going to start now today's show with the fact that four different Islanders players are going to represent their countries in the IIHF World Championships. Now, these were this tournament was originally supposed to take place in January. COVID had a big spike at that point. It had to be postponed, and now it's being held this month. And the good news is that because of the postponement, more Islanders players are going to be involved. And that is only a good thing. You always want your prospects to have full representation to compete against the other top players in in, in the world and in their age group and to give them exposure to a high-pressure type of tournament that involves you know, high stakes, big games, 
representing your country, showing that you are one of the best players available to do that. So four Islanders going to be involved, uh, three of them representing Finland and one representing Canada. Let's start with the Canadian William Dufour. Uh, was not originally on Team Canada's roster, but ends up the season as the MVP of the Quebec League uh, and of the Memorial Cup tournament. And now he is on Team Canada. And Dufour, you know, he is one of those prospects where uh, the arrow is pointing straight up. He is, is rising up the prospect charts, and that is only a good thing. Probably expected to play on the third line for Team Canada, uh, which has Ridley Gregg as its center and Montreal Canadiens prospect Joshua Roy or uh, on the other side, on the left side, Dufour on the right. So that's a big jump forward for William Dufour. Then you have three Finnish players representing their country who are all Islanders prospects. You start with the number one prospect in the Islanders system, Aturate. He is going to uh, represent Finland. No surprise there. He was on the team anyway. And again, played for Bridgeport late in the season, two late season games, and in the playoffs, got his feet wet in North America Having him represent Finland, obviously a good thing, and we'll see how he does on the world stage. Then you have left wing E2 Liukas, uh, a six foot two, 202 pound Finn who the Islanders selected in the 2021 draft in the fifth round. Playing in Finland last year for TPS Turku had eight goals, 12 points in 48 games. He's 19 years old, will turn 20 in September, and that is uh, a nice addition to the team. Also, defenseman Matthias Rajniemi, representing Finland. He is also 19, will turn 20 in September on September 11th and played for the Pelicans in Finland last year in 58 games, one goal, seven points on the blue line. He was a sixth round draft pick of the Islanders back in 2020. And I like, you know, I would have preferred, I think most people would have preferred the January uh, occurrence, the normal time period for uh, this tournament, but obviously you got to be safe rather than sorry, safety first. I understand, looking back at it, why it was canceled, and it is sort of a double-edged sword. On the one hand, this is an opportunity for these players to be and stay sharp, to get some real uh, tournament experience, in uh, the situation that they're in right now and to sort of get into hockey shape a little bit sooner because, you know, training camp comes in September. Usually 
you have July and August is sort of a, a slower time for hockey players. They rest their body a little bit. And then they get into hockey shape, you know, late August into early September, and then you start training camp. Well, these players now will have to be in hockey shape this month, and they're young. You, you think their body can handle a few weeks of extra work to participate in the tournament, play against some of the best players in the world at their age group, so all good. And maybe at the start of training camp, they may have half a step, your your Dufours and your Rattes, who are definitely going to be in Islanders camp this year, they may have a half step the first week or two of camp because they are a little bit more ready. They'll have, you know, a few practices and a few games under their belt as a result of taking part in the tournament. So good news there, and let's see what they could do, and we'll keep you up to date right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got a lot more to discuss on today's show when we come back. What should the Islanders do about the legacy of Ed Westfall, their first ever captain? There's been debate as to whether the Islanders should retire his number. I'll talk about that and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I'm just not a good pill taker, and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. Well, I've been on it now for about two and a half months, and I absolutely love it. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all these things. And it really tastes good and is something that I highly recommend that we all take and enjoy. It is healthy and you don't have to take eight, nine different pills. Everything you need is in one place. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning and I think you'll enjoy it. Head to Athletic Greens right now to get all the latest information on AG1 and let them know that Locked On sent you. We have got a lot more to come, and one of the things I wanted to talk about on today's show, the New York Islanders, some debate, and I I think it is sort of a, a healthy debate about whether or not the New York Islanders should retire number 18 for their first captain, Ed Westfall. And New York Post columnist Larry Brooks made the case over the weekend as to why that should be said. And I think there is a lot of uh, merit to both sides. Look, Westfall never won a cup with the Islanders. He retired in 78-79, the last year before the Isles won the Stanley Cup. But if you're old enough to remember the original Islanders teams, Ed Westfall's importance to the Islanders from the time they first took the ice in 1972-73, 
through his retirement as a player, and then on to his 20 years working in the TV booth with Hall of Famer Jiggs McDonald, he has meant a lot to this franchise. And, you know, the the one thing Westfall brought, he was never a flashy goal scorer. He won two Stanley Cups with the Bruins in 1970 and 1972, and really was more of a penalty killer, third or fourth line checking kind of a forward on those great Bruins teams with Phil Esposito and Bobby Orr and Johnny Busick and, and those guys. But on the Islanders, he gave them experience, leadership. I mean, he was captain for a reason. And by the time Al Arbor arrived in the second season, and by the time the Islanders started their remarkable run of playoff appearances in their third season, Westfall's experience, along with J.P. Parise and Jude Druan, gave the Islanders veterans who the younger players, the Dennis Potvans, the Brian Trottiers by the 75-76 season, uh, the younger guys could call on the experience of an Ed Westfall. Westfall was also uh, someone who was a name, someone who helped integrate the Islanders into the culture of Long Island and made a very big difference to the organization. Now, he was inducted into the Islanders Hall of Fame. No question about that. Uh, So the question becomes, do you retire his number? And, you know, I think there are two generations of Islander fans who really appreciate firsthand what Ed Westfall meant to this organization. You have the fans from the 70s who remember him as the captain and the leader. And, you know, another gracious thing about Ed Westfall, when he started to get older and realized he was no longer playing exceptionally well, he voluntarily stepped aside and gave the C first to Clark Gillies, who never really felt comfortable in it, and then to Dennis Potvin, who was the captain uh, during the four Stanley Cup runs. So, very important that, you know, that was a gracious move by Westfall. And even though he played another two, two and a half seasons after relinquishing the C, Uh, you know, he stepped aside. So you have that first generation of Islander fans from the 70s who remember Ed Westfall as a player. And then you go to the 80s and the 90s, and you have another generation or two of fans who remember him working with Jiggs McDonald, teaching fans about the game, analyzing the game, sort of, the you know, he was playing the role that Butch Goring plays for Islander fans now. So, Ed Westfall, uh, a big part of the history of the Islanders. And he was inducted into the Hall of Fame 11 years ago, November 19th, 2011. But, you know, should they retire number 18? You know, to me, the bar for retiring numbers should be really high. But at the same time, I do have uh, the belief that Ed Westfall, for all he did for this franchise, 
doesn't get quite enough recognition for his contributions. And I think that there are two ways to go about it. You could say Ed Westfall was just a good, not a great player, certainly not a Hockey Hall of Famer. But you have players like, uh, you know, right now, whose numbers were retired by the Islanders, who were not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. You have Butch Goring, you have John Tonelli. So there is that. Uh, But I think you can retire or or put up uh, a banner for Ed Westfall if you don't think he's good enough as a player to be retired. And look, you have a lot of players. Alex McKendry briefly wore 18 after Ed Westfall. Rob DeMaio, Marty McGinnis, Mike Sillinger, Ryan Strom, and now Anthony Bavillier. It's been an active number. So if you want to say, no, you know, Jiggs doesn't deserve it. Uh, excuse me, Eddie Westfall doesn't deserve it. You can put up a banner for both Jiggs McDonald and Ed Westfall with a microphone and a number 18, if you want, without retiring the number. But to give honor to Ed Westfall, you could put like a C for the first captain and a microphone for his contributions as a color commentary uh, TV analyst. And I think it would really be a fitting tribute without retiring the number because A, you want to have enough numbers available and B, you don't want to cheapen that honor. But I think doing something special for the now 81-year-old Westfall, who I did interview for my book and who was gracious with his time and a great storyteller, I, I think it would be fantastic to include a special honor for Ed Westfall, whether you retire the number or not. Love to hear your feedback, comment on YouTube, Twitter, or send an email to LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com and let me know what you think as to how, if at all, the Islanders should honor Ed Westfall, their first captain, at the start of their 50th anniversary season. I think they should bring him back and have something special for him and maybe bring back as many of the original 72-73 Islanders who are willing to come back for a special... You Look, that team was terrible, but it was the beginning of something, and those guys are all in their 70s and 80s right now. I think it would be really, really great to see the Islanders as an organization honor them, and Ed Westfall should be front and center among those guys as they do that honor. So let me know what you think. Number retirement. Do you like my idea of the banner with the C for captain and the microphone for his contributions as a color commentator? Or do you think nah, they shouldn't honor Eddie Westfall at all, which I don't think is a good option. But let me know what you think, and uh, we will discuss it. Coming up, we've got our Islanders' birthday of the day, a player from the mid-'80s who was one of the earlier American Islander, American-born Islanders players. That and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough. Covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. 
Let me introduce you to your new favorite, Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, and it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs have only 160 calories per bar, but they pack a whopping 15 grams of protein. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. What's great about this is that all Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get... 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, Tuesday, August 9th, is the 61st birthday of former Islanders forward Mark Hamway. Hamway, drafted by the Islanders in the seventh round of the 1980 entry draft, spent four years at Michigan State and had back-to-back 30-plus goal seasons for the Spartans before joining the Islanders organization in 83-84 after two solid seasons in the minors. He was called up for two games during the 84-85 season, played 49 games in 1985-86, scoring five goals and 17 points, even appeared in a playoff game for the team that year, and then added one assist in two games in 86-87 for the Islanders while spending the majority of the season with their AHL affiliate in Springfield. Hamway, a Detroit, Michigan native, played in 53 career NHL games, five goals, 18 points, nine penalty minutes. We go back and look at one of his better games with the Islanders at the St. Louis Arena in St. Louis, October 26, 1985. Kelly Rudy, the goalie for the Islanders, and Greg Millen is the netminder for the St. Louis Blues. And the Islanders get on the board first. It was Dwayne Sutter, his third from Clark Gillies and Scott Hausen at 4-10 of the first period. Isles up early, 1-0. Then Tomas Janssen, his second from Ari Hampa and Pat LaFontaine at 6.06 after the first period, Isles up by a pair, 2 to nothing. The Islanders extend their lead. Mark Hamway, our Islanders' birthday of the day, pots his first career NHL goal. John Tonelli and Brian Trottier with the assist at 4.48, Isles up 3-0. Scott Housen makes it 4-0 Isles. Dwayne Sutter, the only assist at 13.21. But... The Blues bounce back. 12 seconds after the house and goal, Doug Gilmore gets his first from Brian Sutter and Rob Ramage at 13.33. And two minutes and 20 seconds after that, Dennis Sear, his second from Mark Hunter and Ron Flockhart. And all of a sudden, it's a 4-2 uh, game, but an empty net goal by Brian Trottier with one minute left in the third period. His second of the year, Mike Bossy, John Tonelli with the assist. Islanders skate away with a 5-2 victory. And for Mark Hamway, our Islanders' birthday of the day, his first career goal, he had three shots on goal, and the goal 
was the game winner for the Islanders. So we obviously remember him uh, on this, his birthday. He is 61 years old on Tuesday, and we wish Mark Hamway all the best on his birthday. So what do you think about uh, we are still in this holding pattern when it comes to possible trades that may or may not free up the possible signing uh, of Nazem Kadri And Islander fans, it's tough to be patient, but with Jiggs McDonald, uh, excuse me, with Lula Morello uh, running things right now, patient is what we have to be. We are hoping to hear some news soon. And again, once the news breaks, even if we're not scheduled to do another episode for a day or two, we'll jump in and do a, a quick episode and have stuff up on Twitter as well as in your YouTube and in your uh, podcatcher feeds as soon as possible. So make sure you stay with us and check back as we will have as much uh, information available as quickly as possible after news breaks. So thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world with Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay cool, stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!